Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO of 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is Monday, October 7th, 2019. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 sales training and business development services give white collar small business owners a refreshing experience and sales sophistication and simplicity. In other words, we tell salespeople exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. In addition to supporting white collar, small business owners, and salespersons, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com, and today's episode is powered by Jive Communications at jive.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We have over 66 hours of sales training and business development content on our podcast. Today's episode is titled, Attempts to Find New Customers is a Less Frightening Word Than Contacting and Prospecting. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I wanna add a little bit to that introduction. 321BizDev LLC is fighting very hard to create a brand new culture in the sales industry. And I must say, uh, new sales culture is not really the correct word. It's really the old culture that existed before social media. And uh, when social media came to the scene, you know, 99% of the people that are independent salespeople sort of pushed aside learning the uh, the old, I'm gonna say old fashioned, is the tried and, and proven way of selling but they pushed aside sales systems to embrace social media, which in my opinion, some of you know this already, some of you have spent so much money that you know it already, that you haven't uh, connected with any customers, you know that it doesn't work. But what the struggle is, it's, it's, it's tough to get people to say, I want to learn something that may be kind of difficult. Those that have the courage and it doesn't take a whole lot of courage, I must tell you. And hopefully you will see this on the podcast. You will see that it doesn't take a lot of courage. It really takes a system. It really takes a system to learn how to sell effectively. So again, I want to let people know that starting today, we will be talking more about um, establishing the old culture, the tried and proven way of, of sales and marketing using a sales system. If there were one thing I wish my previous sales managers would have told me on day one as an independent salesperson back in the day, I wish he, she, and they would have stressed the need to make a lot of contacts and prospect them. Of course, 
I would not have known the technical part of the products and services I was selling, but the knowledge would not have mattered because my sales managers had product and service experience. I could have just set those appointments with the managers and for those managers and let the managers talk about the products and services. I could have let those managers that had all those years of experience do what they're good at, but that did not happen. I probably would be a millionaire by now, or at least a $500,000 a dollar uh, at a minimum. I was totally not productive in my independent sales business back in the day. But many of my past sales managers at various companies never made contacting people, then pre-qualifying them a priority. Managers never mentioned contacting enough people was important. And perhaps looking back, I can understand why. Independent contractors by law cannot be forced to hit sales numbers. But not being told how to contact and prospect is not against labor law. Today, I look back to the hundreds of insurance agents and realtors I work with who also never received uh, sales system training uh, in about these uh, invaluable sales functions, contacting and prospecting. Maybe if the sales managers use the word attempts, the subject of today's podcast episode, 99.9% of salespeople would not have had extreme fear about contacting and prospecting. I recall from sales meetings, every time the sales manager would begin to go around the room to talk about sales rep sales activity, some salespeople would all of a sudden get phone calls and leave the meeting to take that important phone call. Or salespeople would bury their heads behind their laptops. We all knew there was no important phone call that these reps were getting. It was salespeople's way of dodging having to report their sales activity. The sales manager would ask, Carmen, how many contacts and prospects did you make last week? Carmen would reply, none. The sales manager would reply, okay, Carmen, let's try to connect with some potential customers and set appointments for next week. Carmen would sigh in relief, and then it would be the next person's turn. After sales reporting activity, the sales manager then says to the team of 50 insurance agents or 50 realtors, last week's productivity only had five contacts and one close. And the sales manager would say, and that close was mine. That close was the sales manager's close. And that was my experience initially when I began independent sales. Then the sales manager continues, okay, sales activity reporting is over. Now let's enjoy this wonderful food during our lunch and learn and listen to this vendor talk about a new product or service that will help you grow your business. Now in my mind, 321 Biz Development Podcast listeners, I was thinking, yeah, right. This vendor product or service will not help because that's not what we need. We need sales system training. But I didn't know that back then. Then the sales manager would continue. Tickets for our big agent symposium in Las Vegas are now available for $195. And we have special room pricing at the Luxor Hotel in Las Vegas for $125 per person, double occupancy. At the symposium, 
your leaders will talk about the great things happening at 123 Insurance or 123 Realty. We, we will have lots of fun and you can network with your colleagues. But damn, didn't the sales manager just say not one agent made a contact last week or maybe no contacts for the last month out of 50 agents? Again, the scenario I just mentioned was my first experiences for about five years at various sales organizations. Then after dismal sales accountability sessions, the manager would talk about upcoming product webinars, upcoming product training webinars. Dude or dudette, we already know about the freaking products. How much more product or service knowledge do we need? That's what I used to say to myself. I used to, I used to say to myself, man, we've, been, we've had product knowledge through the, through the eyeballs. It's running, through, it's running out of our ears about product knowledge. But little did I know that we needed a sales system. Now, the only people to show up for product training sessions or webinars were the salespeople who just had nothing better to do. Uh, they were not contacting and prospecting for new business. They typically had no appointments set either. Product training sessions or webinars were just a way to kill time. When I hit my personal rock bottom and said enough is enough, I started to research the problem and find solutions. And know this, I was used to working in a corporate selling environment for eight years. But corporate selling as an employee is different than selling as a, as, as a self-employed independent contractor. So I was familiar with selling, but not finding my own clients. The corporate selling environment had big name recognition. Rick, the salesperson at an independent sales organization, did not. So I really see the challenges independent white collar business owners like attorneys, CPAs, plastic surgeons have when they have to find clients for their small businesses. White collar business owners hardly ever have sales accountability sessions or weekly sales activity reports because they are the owners. The words contacting and prospecting scares people together. Those words, when you put them in a group, contacting and prospecting, those two words used in a group scare people. Contacting and prospecting are the scariest words in the sales industry. Salespeople would rather kiss a frog or drive a car in the rain with bald tires or grab a hot charcoal off the grill with their bare hands before they contact and prospect for new clients. I know this because I felt this way too. I started working with this upscale financial services company in the Silicon Valley between uh, Palo Alto and San Jose. The first day, the sales manager did some training on using a CRM system. CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. It's like a database. CRM systems scare the hell out of salespeople who have never worked under a sales system nor had formal sales training. CRM means the salespeople have to add potential client's name in the software application. But to add potential client's names, the salesperson has to contact and prospect first. So as soon as I learned what I had to do with the CRM system, 
which is contact and prospect people, I got scared and quit and never returned to that company. So I know how new salespeople feel who have never worked using uh, a sales system nor had formal sales training. So something in the brain says, hell no, I'm not contacting anyone. So looking back, if that Silicon Valley financial services company had a sales system or offered formal sales training to salespeople, the company would have been very successful. The Silicon Valley area, like I said, from Palo Alto to San Jose, California, has thousands of high income earners. The company did not have a sales system, therefore many agents quit. Replacing the words contacting and prospecting with the word attempts makes new salespeople feel less intimidated. People are familiar with the word attempt. Examples of attempt include riding a bike for the first time, learning how to tie your shoes, that first messed up kiss you had, asking a woman or a man for a date, learning how to fix a car, youth baseball players trying to hit a 50 mile an hour fastball for the first time, sticking to a physical fitness plan to lose weight. These are all examples of attempts. So looking at the examples I just described is very different than attempting to reach out to people. So who do I blame for salespeople not being familiar with attempting to connect with people? Sales managers, real estate brokers, and insurance agency owners, at least on the independent sales side where uh, the independent sales managers, brokers, and agency owners have to hire people. And I don't care if sales managers, real estate brokers, insurance agency owners are mad because I said this. Sales managers, real estate brokers, insurance agency owners are 100% responsible for sales reps learning how to make attempts to connect with potential clients. If the, the managers and brokers and owners are not to blame, how can new salespeople learn how to connect with potential clients? Even white collar business owners do not have access to sales systems or sales training. Colleges, universities, or specialty schools do not offer any sales and marketing training. So at least white collar small business owners have a valid reason for not having those sales skills. White collar small business owners did not have access, nor did most have the time, even if they had the access. This was one of the primary reasons 321BizDev LLC was started, because independent salespersons and white collar small business owners had no access to sales systems and sales training. Now here are a few situations to acknowledge about the attempt sales activity. There's six of them. One, not everyone wants to buy now, but you won't know unless you ask. Not everyone has the money to buy now, but you won't know unless you ask. Number three, but someone wants to buy now or in the future, but you won't know unless you ask. Number four, but someone has the money to buy now, but you won't know unless you ask. Number five, if your sales system is good, most people will buy, but you must ask. If your sales system is bad, or you don't have one, most people will not buy, even if you ask. Using a sales system makes salespeople feel better when attempts are made. The sales system allows salespeople 
to self-correct previous attempt mistakes. Lack of a sales system makes salespeople feel pain when attempts are made. Lack of a sales system makes salespeople feel pain when attempts are made. Lack of a sales system does not allow salespeople to self-correct previous attempt mistakes. I recommend salespeople ask if their next sales opportunity uses a sales system or salespeople, managers, brokers, or white collar small business owners can call me to get more information about the 321 BizDev LLC sales system. And right before finishing the content for this episode, I recalled a conversation with the sales manager who is responsible for leading a team of sales reps. I asked the manager, what is the definition of leadership as it pertains to when working with sales rep? Now this is someone who will become a client in a few months. So I don't care if he listens to it because I'm telling the truth. And plus I think this potential client has uh, the, the tough skin to understand because we've talked about this before. The sales manager replied he would give sales reps all the tools they needed to be successful, then began to provide the details. Now, I never debate someone's current leadership's plan or style. That's not how 321 BizDev LLC coaches our clients. The answer I was hoping to hear, which 321 BizDev LLC covers in training, was sales leadership is about helping sales reps achieve their production and personal financial goals. And in turn, the company hits its production and revenue goals. To nicely package what I just said, sales leadership should not be passive. Sales leadership must be proactive. Passive leadership means sales managers have little to no control in marketing outcomes. Proactive leadership means sales managers can predictably control marketing outcomes. In closing, an upcoming podcast episode will feature two people, two different people. One podcast episode will feature an Atlanta entrepreneur entering the real estate industry. He is so fired up. His name is Don Willis. The other podcast episode will feature Avishka Kumar, who has a degree from the University of California, Davis, and her, her degree is in sociology or psychology, and she speaks fluent English and fluent Hindi language, which is the language of India. And uh, so both of them are very excited about learning how to uh, start their own business, some of the benefits and privileges of having their own business. So if this podcast episode about attempts speaks to a concern or situation you're going through right now, please don't hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212. Make it a great day.